Welcome to the Next Level Show, a health and fitness podcast with a little bit of life. Hosted by Jonathan Alvarez, Gabriel Contreras, and Mike Nillis. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to the Next Level Show. This is our Friday episode where we get into a series of random topics as well as a quick rapid fire of different fitness topics. In this case, we're going to break down a particular topic all about change and kind of the things that come with that. And this is important just because obviously, you know, when you're starting a fitness journey, you want to get to a specific point. You can't be the same person you are fundamentally in all aspects, physically, mentally, spiritually, you name it. You, uh, there's going to be a whole uh, remake of who you are, uh, but which is can be good things, but it can also be very scary. So we're going to cover those things later in the episode. Some quick reminders. For anybody that's new to the YouTube channel, we just started obviously uh, putting up the videos. So we appreciate everyone that has subscribed up to this point. Make sure to go ahead and drop, you know, a thumbs up on the video. It does well for the algorithm. Also subscribe to the channel so you don't miss any of the episodes. I think you have to hit a bell notification on this thing too. And also we appreciate all. Yeah, I appreciate all the, the, the listeners that have been with us for, you know, all these other 200 episodes that we've done on the other podcast platforms, which we have, um, I'll put some stuff available in the, in the comment section, just so you guys can see. Um, Mike also does a fantastic job at putting the show notes for you guys. So you guys can dive in exactly uh, to what topic you care about listening. If you want to jump around, um, but we always advise to let it run it. Um, it's a great show. Why, why you want to skip yeah. um, <laughs> anything else I'm trying to think of. Those are the quick reminders. Um, super excited about the YouTube thing. I'm loving a lot of stuff is going to be coming as far as the uh, the aesthetics of the show. Eventually, we're going to try to move into just recording in person for you guys. So it's actually going to look um, more dynamic. Um, but for now, we'll do what we're doing right now with this uh, platform. Uh, also, we're, we're bringing on some people, outsourcing some stuff that are just people that are more intelligent with us when it comes to technology uh, to edit you know, the show a little bit and have a nice little setup. So when you guys tune in. So it's a dope show, dope podcast. Well, what if we now hear hear me out on this? It's going to sound a little weird. What if we outsource the <laughs> position of hosts? Like if we find somebody to 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 host the show for us? Yes. Like is that a thing? They could still yeah, introduce were, like I'm Jonathan Alvarez, I'm I'm Gabriel Contreras, but like not, you know. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works, but um who knows? They would have to be definitely very handsome. Um, so those are the requirements, um, very intelligent, um, have great testosterone levels to grow a fantastic beard. Um, and yeah, just be able to just talk about nothing for 30 minutes, 40 minutes at a time. Um, <laughs> one out of those four, <laughs> <laughs> those are the requirements. So if anyone, everyone wants to apply, go down to the comment section and let us know. Uh, not really. We'll probably won't, we won't be going anywhere anytime soon. Uh, we love doing this. We love talking to you guys. And as always, send us a little comment in the section. If any questions, anything you, comes up in the show during the show that you may want us to address, um, some ideas, some critiques, whatever it is, let us know. Um, but yeah, guys, how are you guys doing today? Uh, all good. Back after a little, uh, a small hiatus. Uh, this week has been something so far. Um, we started the camp. So uh, a week-long camp. So this is week two of our camp. Last week, we had um, a dollhouse making camp. And it was nice. It was like four kids. But this week, it's with 23 kids. Wow. Wait, so you, you, were, you were building dollhouses? 
Yes, we were doing that last week. Well, we... I, I, I built it already. So I had it structured like the, like the, basically the, I built the house and then they put together um, the furniture for it. They painted the house. They put like wallpaper. They did like chandeliers, lights, all that kind of good stuff. So, so it was nice. When we recorded by ourselves, what was that yesterday? Yes. <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. Coronavirus. Me. That came out of nowhere. Um, <laughs> We jokingly said that you were missing the episode because you were building low-income housing for children. Oh, this is true. This is true. Yeah. So that's so you that, were factually accurate. Correct. Yeah. That's holy crap. Thousand percent. There you go, Mike. <laughs> that one at least you're a, bit, a little more prepared for. Uh, yeah. Okay. You're right there. Uh, I'm doing okay. I actually, okay. on that note, I haven't had an allergy day in a really long time. Uh, one of my clients is a nurse practitioner. And she recommended Flonase, which is like a nasal spray, which I always hated. Yeah. But she told me it would work, and I've been taking it. And I don't think that I've sneezed more than a couple of times since did, I started taking it. Did you finish now, it? Um, well, it's a, it's like a take it all the time kind of thing, I guess. Um, but for some reason, I'm allergic to something in my closet at this very moment for some odd reason. Um I forgot what I was going to say. So, well, I had nice I had idea. a story. I had a I had a story for you guys. Um, I kind of briefly touched up on on air, and um, I did go out a couple days ago, and I forgot to mention this to Mike. Um, but I'm glad Gabe, you're back, so I can you know you can be on the show too to chime in. But basically, I went out uh, with a friend to grab some drinks, and um, it's really rare uh, in my life. I've been in two fights, one big fight, one like smaller fight. I'm not a person that, you know, is very confrontational. I'm very laid back, you know, overall, but, and I'm not saying that I got in a fight a couple of days ago. I'm just saying like, I was in a position, I got, I was in a position where it could have potentially escalated into something physical. If I didn't have this composure, this maturity, this, um, so it's confidence. No. Um, so <laughs> I went out for drinks. We're just having drinks and sitting outside. And then this random person, man, the people are weird, man. Like I just, I don't know if it's like us people that don't know how to read a situation well, or they're just literally off the, you know, they're completely out of it. The guy come, go let ahead. Me ask you, let me ask you about that. So do you think that that's most people or some people in some of the case, or has this kind of like escalated those that were kind of in there? It's more so now because they've been away from people, allegedly away from people for quite some time. Do you um, think that has to do anything to it? Or is it is it hard for people just to kind of get in, in situations where they have been separated more so than others? Do you think I, that I, don't, a, I don't I don't think so. I mean, I guess someone can make a case for it, but so I they're mean, just it's, they're just but they, so like, yeah. So in, in, well, in the state of Florida, you can't use that as an excuse. It no. wasn't that bad. Like Not at, all. at all, you had access. You had access to other Barely people. Happened. Yeah, it's like virus. What? Like, no. Yeah. You know, we just continued living in our own world. Um, we were the the kind of like the, you know, the um, what was it? The rebellious kid of the of the family. We just you know we just did our own thing, okay. and so basically we were at the, we were there. The, this person kind of goes around a table. It's and it was like a long table, so there's multiple chairs available. Uh, there were four empty chairs. And I'm not the type of person, if you, if someone comes and wants to sit down, you know, it, it, unless it's like, it's it read the room, like sit kind of separated from me. Don't have to be up in my bubble. You can do that. I don't care. Like, I'm not the person like, no, you can't sit here. Like, I'm pretty like laid back about that stuff. Basically, this guy looks like he's going to grab the chair for himself, which 
you know, dude, go grab it. I don't care. Like, it's not, we're not using it. No, but he, he proceeds to sit down and I'm not with, it was with a friend. It was not like, you know, I'm, I'm dating this girl, someone that I know for a long time and we were just catching up. And, but I, the way I look at it, it's like, the guy doesn't know this. There's no way he can know this. Like this could be a girl that I'm either meeting, dating, whatever. So this is like the, the, the ballsy move this guy did. And this, I just think he wasn't him. Like he wasn't fully sober because he had his sunglasses on. It wasn't that sunny out. It was like these dark glasses too. And he just sits down and just like leans over. And I kind of acknowledge him to see like, if he would say something like you good, like you need the chair. He, he, he did. He ignored me and proceeded to talk to my friend telling her basically like, Oh, I've been watching you. You look very pretty. Yeah, dude. So like, I'm saying like, in the sense, like, how do you know that I'm not either her man? Um, we're married. We're meeting for, we're on a, a date. Um, so I don't, I don't ever feel like, threatened by things like that i don't care like I, I, my friend is really attractive so it's like of course like i'm not i'm not it's not surprising if she gets hit on but it's just the way it happened you could have been more smooth about it and try to talk to me too and get some feedback and see if we were you know you could have played it smoother and been like oh like you know awesome like nice to meet you both you're very pretty uh date you got like you know you could have gone on about it. it's still weird but you could have gone on about it a little bit better right the delivery matters this guy just makes the comments and kind of goes on for like about like 30 seconds of just saying stuff and no, at no point acknowledges me. But at this point, I'm just staring at him. Cause I'm like, at this point, I'm like in defensive mode. Like who is this guy? I'm out in public. I don't know you. Um, and I was telling Gabe and we just kind of laughed about this. I'm already sizing this guy up and I'm like literally looking at it. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, I can take him if I had to, like <laughs> I already made this, this pre uh, preconceived notion that I could, basically defeat my opponent um so i'm like whatever i'm staring at how and he's he's just acting weird and he just proceeds to like continue on is what he says and then he just continues to like drink his uh drink and then he calls over a friend that he can come and sit in front of him um so then i'm already getting a little bit bothered right so the friend sits down he does they don't say anything so i'm also the person that is not gonna purposely antagonize a situation because if i'm being objective he hasn't physically or notioned anything towards me that is necessarily an excuse for me to attack him or to to um feed the situation so i'm just staring at her i kind of chuckled like you know like annoyed but like chuckled out of just like like can you believe this fucking idiot is what i said out loud and um he didn't say anything so i left it like that i didn't keep going and then uh, two things came to my head. One, I could be like, yo, what the fuck is your problem? Or mm -hmm. two, let me just ignore this son of a bitch because I'm not going to ruin my day. I'm an adult. I'm almost 30 years old. I don't need to be fucking getting kicked out of this spot on a sun, like on a basically on a Sunday evening. Um, it's not even like a Saturday packed day. It'd be stupid. Bottom line. Top of that, I'm not even dating this girl. So why the fuck am I going to put myself in a horrible situation when she's fine like now of course if it would have escalated i would have to step in but you know we're just friends i mean like this is the thing like i'm i was kind of just like analyzing all these little factors and i'm thinking to myself like hmm well i told her flat out, i'm like hey you want to go back you want to go inside or something or you want to go sit somewhere else and whatever pay the tab and then we just grabbed our stuff and just kind of like moved to a different chair that was more like private and uh because we liked the music that was outside we didn't want to go inside for the music so kind of like my 
potential altercation with another person. But it's funny because I even looked at his fr- I kind of sized up sized up his friend. And I'm like, I could probably take on two. <laughs> um so my my ego was definitely there but at the same time i had to check myself as well and be like honest i'm like dude it's not even freaking worth it nothing's happening they're not saying anything to you so don't be a jackass either like the way i look at it it's like if i ever get my ass handed to me and like i have to ask myself did i start the problem did i deserve it like in most cases someone's really not gonna really pick on you unless they're really past drunk or they're just on something like they're really starting a problem most people most men don't pick on fights with just strange men on the street for fun because we know that potentially there's a risk of us getting hurt you know we know this so we for the most part are very like cautious of how we decide to take action it's you know we have limits and we kind of have uh, uh, boundaries that are, if they are crossed, then we will proceed to take action and defend ourselves, protect the people, the loved ones around us. And typically if I was by myself, I'd be like, whatever, man. Cause I know that it wouldn't have happened if I was with another guy. Like if we were, me and my buddies were there, that wouldn't have been the case. There would have been no conversation, uh, no sitting at my table type thing. Like, but it's just funny because they think whatever, trying to be tough. To me, it would just look like a very pathetic thing. Never do fellas. If you're listening, don't go to a a couple you don't know if they are together or not you look pathetic at the end of the day my friend just thought he was a loser you, you came up with a compliment you look like a i, I don't even want to use this word on there but like, it's like you was thirsty like a, you were thirsty you were simping hard man so like you know <laughs> <laughs> so so find go, go invite your own girls like you know girlfriends and stuff like i don't know stop so, smacking hold on, on, hold on. My friends. so so you moved right so you moved yeah. seats so when you moved, did they say anything? Did they even see that, you know, acknowledge as you guys were leaving? So they nope. were probably just just totally out of it. They didn't know what was going on. Mostly. Yeah, I, I didn't hear like any specific comments. I know they were talking. They were kind of looking at each other. And it's like, but but this is the thing too. Like in the area that we're at, it is a little, it's known for a little bit of like crime and stuff. You know, stuff happens in that area at times. It was kind of still early. But I'm always defensive, man, like always in that area. I'm always very cautious. I'm very like always watching my exits and watching what's happening. Um, I just I just, I'm just like that. Um, I never like getting in a position where I'm not aware because I have been in situations where I have been picked or well, attempted to be pickpocketed in other cities and stuff like that. So I've have had cases where people have had to try to rob me or do some weird like they start acting very strange and you just have senses like you just sense this stuff. Something's off. And um it just gave me a weird vibe, but either way, luckily, I'm always, obviously I'm here to tell you guys this. So nothing happened, but, um, it was just interesting for me to be in that situation after a long time. You should have, um, you should have very gently put your hand on his knee and engaged in like very heavy eye contact. I think that would have diffused it. The problem oh, yeah. is that I stared at him for a while, but he was too far. Like he was not even next that, to me. He was like, that would have made it better. If you like, like went way seen me, out was, of like, leaning. <laughs> you just see me like this yeah exactly just so put the hand on the knee and then start rubbing your thumb on his kneecap (laughs) yeah yeah exactly let's let's get get fucking weird in this i think actually what you're what you just experienced was i think that guy probably had some like serious like self-confidence issues maybe and he was trying to make himself feel better by like stealing your girl or something childish like that 
I don't know. That's that's what logic I can. If there is any logic to apply to that, that's that's what this I. Is, this is this, is, no this is how this is how laid back I am because I'm not like the typical. You may like obviously like the Hispanic Latin American culture, especially the old school, is very known for being very uh, territorial over women and very machista is the proper word for it. Um, where we just they just get mad for everything if a, if a person looks it has like nothing to do with it. They just look at your girl. It's like a very like you know puffing out the chest raising the tone of voice you know just trying to like establish alpha it's like dude relax i'm just like greeting everyone here um i'm really laid back if you would have genuinely like talked to me and been cool and you would have asked like hey are you guys together i'm like no she's my friend and if i would have seen you're not a creep i would actually try to hook you up you know i'm not i'm really not like that i'm genuinely very like laid back about things like that i don't care um but don't be a weirdo like you're making my friend feel uncomfortable now you're making me feel giving me some weird creepy vibes could have you could have you could have gone on a date bro but you had to act all stupid hopefully you're watching this channel and self-improving um so <laughs> but i had another thing to tell you guys on this the subject of like going out and meeting girls but um only fans i've mentioned this uh, this account on a previous topic that we talked about now for the people that don't know what only fans is <laughs> mine is doing fantastic my yeah. feet pics are selling like crazy calf pics you name it, subscribe. Just kidding. I'm not on there. Um, allegedly. Some allegedly. Um, I'm not under John Alva. I'm under a different alias. Um, <laughs> imagine. <laughs> um, but no. So what I heard recently, so people that don't know, it's a, it's a platform that's exploded in the last couple of years. Um, it's not even 10 years old. It's about like maybe three, five, four, something like that. It's, it's a couple of years now. But basically, it, it's, it is what it ever want people wanted to be. I know it's primarily women you know, uh, posting pictures, picture, uh, posting content, I think videos, I'm not sure, but basically it's, it, it's also known for, um, like for sex work. That's basically, let's just like keep it real. Um, but some girls don't, they just, if they're very attractive and they have a very big following, they sometimes just put pictures in lingerie or bathing suits. Um, and they do maybe do cooking stuff. It's just like, it's whatever you want it to be. And I've expressed like how the dynamic of the dating world has changed, but when it comes to that, um, some go into full like nudity and like, you know, some sexual content. I don't know if it's, you're allowed to post, um, like videos, like explicit videos, like in that way, like, uh, like full blown penetration type stuff. But, but the thing is that now with only fans, <laughs> no. well, I think you should know your own regulations as to what you use on your site. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, people are going to actually start thinking that I have one <laughs> by the end but of the show. Do. I don't, but it's like, um, oh, okay. they, they start, they start, Google, they start Googling my name and trying to find me, but they, it's like, they find someone else. But what if someone took my pictures and started to use it? Who knows? Um, but no, it, basically what's happening with that account, which I just find funny because the problem with this is that it creates um, a false, a false expectation of reality, uh, you know, with, with women thinking that they give, they found like a money tree. They found something that's going to create uh, wealth for them. And they may be making a killing right now because they're young, pretty attractive, and they have um, all this attention from, from guys. And um, the problem with now is that I'm feeling it's going to have a backlash. Like everything, it's kind of like a bubble. I feel like it's going to pop. Like most of these things that have a lot of hype. Uh, they're, the the government's getting involved. They're starting to cut down. Taxes are going to have to be start being paid. Um, and I know a lot of these girls probably didn't prepare, say for a rainy day. So you're talking about if you made 100k, that's a lot of money in taxes, like off the off the rip. So like it's it's a decent chunk of change. 
Um, if you're blowing all your money, you're going to start, but they're also limiting the type of content. This is the other problem with it because now platforms are trying to get into it so they can advertise market, you know, just like Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, you know, you want uh, uh, a place that people can actually, that are most likely going to be on so they can obviously make money from these advertisements. So this is going to limit the restriction of what they can post. And I know that some women make people pay, you know, this money for that more in-depth content and the progression to bathing suit pictures, lingerie is typically nudity. And after that, obviously it goes into the other side. Um, so it's like, you don't have access to that. Then you may start kind of seeing a decrease in some of these uh, accounts. And so it's just interesting to see how the world was working right now when it comes to that, especially in the younger demographic. Um, ladies, yep. if you're in that, if you're off, I know, I know some personally that do it, man. And like, I mean, I'm, only, I'm interested to see what they're going to be co- posting or content that's going to be <laughs> Gabe's like you too. <laughs> um, I'm interested to see what's going to happen next on that wave. So I know that was like a big thing. So let's see what happens next. I was thinking about starting a OnlyFans for Chester. Pictures of my dog. Just, you know, looking cute. <laughs> that'll do well no, that, uh, would. When, whenever I, I hear about that it reminds me of this article that i read of so this mom she got on it and she would post things of kind of like what you said just in lingerie doing like either housework or dishes or just anything like that first it started like allegedly you know allegedly um for fun then it kind of started blowing up but then it started going around their town or in their school and they were trying to just oust her, telling her like, no, you know, she needs to just uh, her kids needs to get kicked out of the school. They need to just be, you know, uh, just be, you know, distance themselves as way as much from the community as much as possible because of what they were what she was doing. But it I guess it was really all because um, I guess wives found out that their husbands knew about it and their husbands mm-hmm. knew about it because they were subscribed to it. So mm-hmm. it kind of went down that that hole. So it's a little, you know, interesting, funny a little hypocritical because it's like, you know, what do you want me to do? Yeah. As far as her, on her end, right? Like let her do what the hell she wants to do. You want to, if you want to do this, go right ahead, whatever, just know the, you know, like the repercussions from it, because I would imagine, you know, if you're a mom and you're doing that. So, you you know, what about when your kids grow up, you know, they're going to like, you know, your picture is going to be out there. That's all I think about. Are you cool with your pictures being out there? And then, you know, your, your, your kids talking about it or, or, you know, seeing it or, their friends or whatever. So, hey, if you're cool with that, you know, who am I to, to tell you no or who's anyone to tell you no? That's the thing. The thing is that life. like the thing is that like like back in the day, if you were if you were a dancer and you worked at a high end strip club or something and you lived in another city and you have to say you relocated, it was all cash. There was no trace. The problem with now with this Internet transaction with taxes and everything being thing, it's going to be something that people can dig up on you if they wanted to. It's now it's, yep. a, it's a digital footprint that will last forever. The Internet is forever. Obviously, be very careful on what you post on and, and be OK with the consequences if you decide to go through with that. And I think for a lot of women, they're not seeing the long term effect if they start a family or if they want um, a healthy relationship. Yep. most people most guys are not comfortable with it flat out they might say they're okay with it but in the and long you term, might be okay long- exactly for long term it's like oh mm-hmm. my, my wife's you know you know stuff being all out there yeah i mean it's, again some people are cool with it right some people are are, are cool with it it's, it's all some right are, but it's 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 it each has I would, taste. Ven- my- I would venture to say that more than likely the people who are cool with it are saying to themselves i'm not going to get involved with this person you know long lasting 
Yeah, exactly. Again, no, because that's, that, personally, that's my personally, scope. personally, like if, you know, me being single, I would date a couple of these girls. I don't care for a bit, but I'm not gonna wipe them up. Like I'm, it is what it is. But, um, but, I, but that's what things I don't think. And I also, talk, I mean, I don't know all the nuances of how this works. I just know it's mainly subscription based, and I think they can make their own prices. Yes, you do. Um, this man, dude. Um, <laughs> this guy. But, um, but no, it's like. I'm thinking to myself, like, fuck, I'm losing my chance. Oh, the guys that are putting, you know, and, and the men that are kind of com- either complaining about it, don't subscribe. You're the ones giving these these people power because you're buying. You're the consumer. You decide. If, if everyone, like, let's say, said, you know what, we're done with this and went on striking, all these accounts would close and, these, and you know, on, they would have to be forced to get out of it. But I can't imagine if I was like very like an attractive girl and I was making money just from existing and posting pictures, I'd be like, dude, like, this is great. Like I don't have to do anything. And, um, not for nothing, man. Like most of these personalities suck anyway. So it's like, like (laughs) they have no reason to self-improve when they're just getting glorified validation all the time. So men, fellas, if you're listening to this show and you by any means are diving into that, I'm calling you and being like, dude, we gotta, we got to level up for free exactly yep. like go go somewhere else and find it for free if you really want to go in that route but um do the real thing man it's better um so anyways changing directions boys you guys have something for the show uh yes so on that last topic um did you guys know that uh earth uh now has a new ocean <laughs> what no i'm being serious and totally 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 good ass uh, so, National Geographic has named the large body of water surrounding Antarctica as the Southern Ocean, making it the world's fifth ocean. Really? Mm-hmm. So, it's just like a perimeter ocean around Antarctica? Yeah, which is kind of like, well, I guess it, it just, they all, I guess, kind of touch or something, right? Because, uh, so the, the oceans are currently Pacific, Atlantic, Indian, and Arctic. So now it's the Southern Ocean. So I guess the same as Arctic, but just now Southern. So they just mm. chopped off the bottom of all of the other oceans and yes, that called is it. Yes. So the so. bottom of the Atlantic, bottom of the Pacific, bottom of the Indian is now the uh, the, the, the Southern Ocean. Hashtag not my ocean. <laughs> um, well, that's actually pretty cool. When did they establish this exactly? Uh, the other day. Uh, okay. What was it? Um, on, um, you know, last week. Uh, you know, te- no technically, it's all one body of water. I mean, this is true. W- what's in a name? Exactly. Like it's people fine. just came together. I'm like, you know what? I want to name this half of the water this, but at this part of the water, it now becomes this. And now at this part of the, the ocean, I'm going to name it this. Yeah, I guess that's how I kind of that, that's kind of the discussion that was had in a much more probably in depth, but. They were probably fighting over it. Who knows? We fight about everything. Honestly, as human beings, we fight about everything. <laughs> it's like, no, Earthing. Earthing, Earthing, Earthing. Uh, um, Mike, you have something for us. I Well, yeah, I have a random fun fact since that seems to be a thing that is happening now. Um, do you guys want to guess at the, the speed of the very first speeding ticket ever written? How fast was the first person to speed going? 45 miles an hour. Oh, that's way off. All right. Uh, 92. That's even more off. The very first speeding ticket was written in 1896 to a man named Walter Arnold. 
he was going eight miles an hour in a two mile an hour zone. Oh, that horse and really? buggy. It was a, an old Mercedes Benz. Well, this was 1896 though. So you got to remember like that was the very, very, very beginnings of automobiles. It was probably more practical to walk. Sounds um, like he said two mile an hour zone. That's two mile an hour zone. Yep. And the, uh, the officer pursued on a bicycle. Yeah. Wow. These, the, these officers must've been in great shape to, to catch up with eight miles an hour. Oh yeah. They're just been like hustling, but no, but imagine if they like saw him go by and they're on a dead stop and they're like, okay, I have to like pick up pace at eight miles an hour. Click, 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 hit the little speed on their gauge and then just take off. Hit um, the little bell. Ding, ding. Yeah. There's Lance Armstrong. It just full yeah. speed ahead. Um, it's like, Hey, pull over. And it's just like <laughs> right in. <laughs> pull over. <laughs> oh, um, but no kidding. That's, I mean, we were, I was way off because I'm thinking, yeah, I, 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 I later on, sure. you know, not I didn't think it was that fast because I know cars are just now like later on is when they started gaining like, but they actually could, you know, go at a quick pace, obviously, besides the race cars that they had back then. But like, you know, conventional cars weren't that quick. Like they were just what, like 40, 50. Actually, one of the quick one, one of the, 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 the leading reasons for cars becoming faster, especially in the modded community was um, the moonshine business. Um, that was one of the, the, like the origin of NASCAR is, is kind of, it has roots and in, in moonshine because hmm. people were modifying their cars to make them go faster so that they could outrun police when they're hmm. out, you know, on a moonshine run or whatever. Wow. Um, so that, that, that became fun fact. part of, uh, part of the culture of like hot rodding and all that kind of stuff. But it, it was one of the things that led America down, down the, the whole fast car lane. I have to say, I have to say to the listeners, you're not going to get this type of valuable content anywhere. Just this diverse, a variety of things. I mean, this is stuff that, you know, you just, I just learned something that, and I'm on the show and I learned something. Make I got, sure to I got give a, a thumbs got, up. Make sure to got, give a thumbs up or a, a five-star rating and review. I got a, uh, just as good as, or even better one than that. Uh, pretty crazy. More like in the, in, in our realm kind of ish. So it's, it's a, a gene editing breakthrough. So uh, it says right here, for the first time, CRISPR technology has been used to successfully treat disease in vivo or inside the body. Uh, big, me big medical news was announced Saturday by the biotech startup Intelia Therapeutics and its partner Regeneron, which said their gene editing techniques reduce the amount of harmful liver protein associated with a genetic nerve disorder. So that's, uh, that's, that's pretty crazy. That actually wow. is pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. Shit. Um, I'm interested to see what other types of things we can come up with. Cause that's, I, I think there's like a practical limit, right? We're not going to be able to do certain things or hopefully Maybe. we, we Maybe. stop at certain points, but we're not gonna, um, <laughs> we're just going to keep um, on pushing it. I think that that's definitely gas, something no that could, that could be really, really cool. Especially when you get into like any kind of like degenerative diseases or, um, things that are you know like that like a like a liver issue or or um yeah so i mean like right here it says like the bacteria they use crispr to repel viruses but humans have harnessed it to essentially copy and paste uh dna sequences potentially leading to a revolution in treating disease mm. there you it's go hot so hot right now yeah that's, that's hotter attractive. than hansel um so are we ready to shift gears once again into the health and fitness side of this stuff yes yep. 
Uh, all right, cool. So um, a little bit of a, you know, this, this topic has multiple parts. We mentioned at the beginning of the show, the uh, just talking about the importance of change, um, the little factors that come into play um, as part of it, you know, it's, it's always going to be um, important. The importance of change is just what? You're in a place right now that maybe not, it may not be ideal for your health, for your, uh, for your mental health, for your physical health. You know, we're talking, we're talking, you know, just your overall well-being is suffering as a result of where you're at. And we'll keep it in the context of fitness, just because this is what we, out of all the other stuff that we talked about, this is actually what we know about. Right. So it's like, um, we're quote unquote experts in the field. Um, so the importance of change is just, you know, you need to establish kind of like, what is it that you want to get? What, what do you want it want to be different? Um, and why? You know, understanding that is going to be a very uh, pivotal thing in your brain to make that shift because we're always going to gravitate towards where we're comfortable. So as long as you don't have a reason to, you're always going to pick, you know, to something that's familiar, even if it's familiar pain, something that you are not happy with, but it's not, it's not, it's not overwhelming enough where it causes you to make that shift and you're like, you know, I need to do better. So you need to kind of address that where you're at. Um, Once that discomfort, that pain becomes so glaringly, glaringly obvious to you, is that you're going to make that shift. And this is going to be a, a big, huge thing because some other factors are going to come into play. Obviously, you're going to run into challenges. This is where people run into um, maybe um, they see great progress, they hit a wall, and that's their first you know, sign of a struggle or challenge. Um, that's going to be the main, the first point I wanted to cover is just the challenges that you run into with change. Well, I mean, when when you get to that point, I mean, didn't you already do the hard part of being aware that a change is needed? Absolutely. So I think that's, that's typically can be the hardest part. Um, then, of course, what do you do with that? Isn't, is the change going to just happen overnight, just magically, just out of nowhere, out of thin air? No, it's not going to happen. So you got to just put some kind of like work or have a plan put together in order to um, how can you elicit this change in whatever part of your life that you'd like to happen? You know, some can be, you know, practical, other ones that take some more time and uh, more, more energy, more efficiency, more, uh, you know, more planning, right? Because if I say, well, you know, I want a better job. Well, okay, well, what, what, what can I do to get there? Or if I say, I want to get healthier, you know, okay, well, then maybe it's a, it's a lot easier to uh, path for that, right? Because I can start doing things today, today, um, start making changes right then and there, as opposed to the job where I got to start researching, okay, what can I do? Is it, do I need a new skill? Do I need to, uh, I don't know, get some more training? Do I need to just apply to other kind of places? Do I need to, you know, totally pick up and move? There are some situations where you need to pick up and move if you want to get a better, if you want to change your kind of situation as far as uh, um, employment, uh, living, or or anything like that. Absolutely. I, th- I think it's a, I'm just sitting here thinking about it. I think it's pretty funny that um, humans get so complacent now uh, where we're maybe complacent is the wrong word, but we just get so comfortable um, with whatever circumstance we have going on. Um, whereas, you know, maybe a couple hundred years ago, humans were not comfortable at all. Everything was constantly changing and they were looking actively searching for comfort where they didn't have to worry about food ne- next week, or I don't know that they necessarily had income, but just kind of worrying about the future constantly um, where now we're on the opposite end of the spectrum where we, we kind of get into these grooves and everything just gets settled and we have our budget and we have our bills covered and, and food and grocery stores and all of these issues that normally would have been are now solved. That's my dog. And then, 
Oh, like, what the having, hell was that? She's having uh, puppy nightmares. Oh, okay. <laughs> she's barking. You can hear her. That's adorable. Um, but yeah, now now we're in situations where we can end up being unhappy or or discontent because we're so comfortable in our lives, which is like honestly kind of a privilege to even have this conversation. But it's just funny in comparison. Um, I I do think that this is something worth talking about now though because we are in a modern time and all these issues that we used to have on so you know especially when it comes to being fulfilled whether it's with your job or your your relationship or your your own body there's things that you have to do to get out of your your groove out of your funk or whatever you want to call it and get out of your comfort zone to go and do these these interesting new things to challenge yourself and to grow as a person and a lot of the times those are like the, the uncomfortable decisions that you have to make to put yourself in a, in an uncomfortable position. And then if, you know, and it's always funny because a year after being uncomfortable in that new position, it then becomes your normal routine. You're adapted to it. And then before long, you're looking for something else. So point being to this whole entire rant is that change is kind of in our, like our DNA where we're constantly looking for like new and more exciting and interesting and, and different. Um, but at the same time, we also seek comfort and sustainability. So it's, it's kind of just like an interesting topic for me. And the thing with the other challenges that come and why this is challenging for most people to, and to deal with. And I, I want to say this, be, be okay with the uncomfortable feelings that you're going to have, which is resistance to that change. Um, you know that something's not right. It needs to you know, be better, um, but that's going to come with natural resistance. That's with everything. Um, you're, it's going to challenge. The reason is because it challenges your belief system and that's not easy for anyone. Obviously we get challenged all the time when we read new information with fitness on the way we were coaching a certain way, uh, maybe stuff that we were doing for our own uh, fitness journey. And we've had to go through different processes of learning, like, damn, we had to, we're not the same people we were even just, you know, five years ago, not let alone 10 years ago. And shit, I mean, it, it's good that we're not, because if we were, then we, why are we doing this? If we're not open to uh, allow our minds to be changed, if there's something better uh, presents itself that obviously has some logic and backing, we're very objective, but we're also very open to being uh, challenged and to change our minds. And you have to be as well and be okay with that. At the first, it may sting a little bit because you believed so much in something. And now you have something else coming out of left field, what feels out of left field. And now it's shattering your whole paradigm. And now you're like, holy cow, like, it, is this the right thing? And as long as you're always just have that white belt, white belt mentality, even if you work in fitness or you're just going through it, or you're working with a coach, trust the process that it's completely okay to uh, not be right. Um, once you start letting go of that, you'll be more open to, and, and let down some of that resistance and go through the process. And it's kind of just follows to the point of just the importance of taking action is going to be a very critical point to finish off this, but I don't know if anyone else had anything to add with the challenges before we move on to the final part. Uh, yeah, just real quick thing. So if, if you're someone who um, is constantly looking for change or constantly looking for the next thing, um, I would just say, be careful not to, um, you know, take for granted as to where you are or things that you have accomplished so far. And it's always great to always want to go out and do, do more, do better, um, but just know what you've done so far to get to where you are. That's good. Um, some, so some actions here, um, we've covered the, just the importance of why, you know, 
changes there. Um, we've covered some of the challenges within some stuff that may physically present itself. But as far as like the, it's very important that you actually take action. Don't wait for something just to happen for you to fall on your lap. You want to make a conscious uh, choice that, you know, you need to take action forward to get that result. Now, the thing is that once you start becoming mentally okay with um, the possibility of, you know, this uh, maybe not working, um, the worst thing that can happen is if you decide to open yourself up to this, go through something, it doesn't lend itself to the result that you wanted to, you can always go back, but you may find that once you start doing things smarter, more effectively, you might start getting that positive feedback to like, holy shit, things are working out for me now. You may not want to go back. So, but it might be the other way, but I, the other, all I'm saying is that you want to take a step forward, allow that to happen and allow yourself to learn from it. And then you'll find yourself going in the direction that you need to go. Uh, you're always going to be where you need to be in your journey. Um, be okay with it. Yeah. If uh, it, keeping into the scope of fitness, if like, let's say you've been trying to have a, you know, go on this uh, weight loss journey, a fat loss journey, and you go to a coach and they tell you, well, we need to eat more, you know, that sounds kind of crazy. And okay, well, what's the worst kind of situation that you stay where you're at that you gain just maybe like a couple of pounds? You know, and then you can kind of always go back to where you were before. But like what you have, what has, what have you been doing before? Let's just try to do something different from what you have done before where it didn't yield the results that you want and just be okay with it. So like to your point, if you, what's the worst that can happen? Ask yourself that. What's the worst that can happen? And, you know, be okay with, with that. Yeah. Like reframe those scary things that are, that are going through your mind, reframe them bring them out, talk about it, say it out loud. And you might notice that, wow, this is actually not that big of a deal. Like it's like, mm-hmm. it's for a lot of people, it's uh, simple example. It's very, I think everyone can kind of like um, has experienced this or has heard of this is when a coach or you hear someone tell you to track your food, this is like something that people are so resistant towards. And it's like a positive change that we know that can create, it can open so many things in the realm of nutrition, but it's like, be okay with like, okay, shit. Like um, let me just become aware Um, It doesn't mean that you have to track forever, but it's like, allow yourself to, to prove to yourself that there's nothing inherently wrong with you. It's not as bad as you thought your metabolism isn't broken. Your hormones are just fine. Maybe you just, damn, I'm, I'm actually overeating a lot more than I thought I was only, I thought I was only eating 800 calories a day, but fuck, it turns out I'm eating like 2000, 2200 calories a day. No wonder. Like, I'm like, but this is a positive thing. That's a good thing. It's like, you thought like, holy cow, I'm something is wrong with me. I'm super scared to like, see it. But now you're like, Wow this is actually not a bad thing. This is actually a really good thing because this means I can make some changes and you start making those adjustments, start seeing the change happen in front of you. And Holy cow, you're like on a better path than you were because you embraced uh, that change into the next step. Wherever you go, there you are. Um, Mike, do you have anything else to add? Um, I think that's, I didn't want to, you know, we can keep giving examples, but I kind of wanted to be nice and precise with, um, with this, uh, this topic of change. Nailed it. (laughs) Um, boys, any closing thoughts, anything else to add here? Um, this is like our fun Friday episode. We kind of just went off on a tangent, but I like it. Multiple topics, uh, kind of shift the mood. Uh, usually Mondays is our mindset of you catching on Wednesdays. We kind of have more, just more of a concise topic that we'll get into, uh, maybe break down a little bit of science like Mike and did, we did for, um, you know, supplements and muscle building hacks today. Just have a, you know, let it off the, go off the rails a little bit. You want me to go, Mike, or are you, you going to go? Uh, I can go. It's, it's fine. You're probably just going to destroy my riddle anyways. So perhaps challenge, <laughs> um, challenge him, please. 
all right. Well, this is the best that I could come up with um, okay. so far, at least today. I'm going to ramp up my efforts as I need to. Uh, what can you hold in your right hand, but not in your left hand? What can you hold in your left hand, but not in your right hand? What can you uh, hold in your right hand? What can you hold in your right hand, but not your left hand? Your left hand. Your left hand. Okay. Well, back to the drawing board. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get you guys one day. <laughs> I'm easy, bro. I'm pretty easy to get too. Like exactly I mean, that, one, that one, but that one just was served on a platter for me. I know. One, one more bonus. One more bonus. Go ahead. Yes, yeah. Yes, go, yes. For okay, go for okay. it. Okay. Okay. What redemption what, round? What Final do Alex? What do Alexander the Great and Winnie the Pooh have in common? Alexander the Great. I'll, mm. I'll say it again. What do Alexander the Great and Winnie the Pooh have in common? No idea. It's their middle name. That I, I literally said the. Oh fuck! I didn't hear you. Yeah. Okay. You got it. All right. <laughs> what, um, Damn. I didn't. Hey, I, the let, thing let, is, I I heard him say that, but I didn't catch it. Go ahead, game. Then I was just like, "Is it the?" Oh, I thought God. you said "uh." I didn't hear the. the I just heard no. the uh part. Hey, do you know what kind of uh, tree comes out of your mouth? Hmm. Poetry. Oh, okay. Bum bum. <laughs> See, Gabe's. You know what? I know what Gabe does though. Gabe, like, he asks the question, and then he'll like give, like give you like five seconds to answer, and then he'll just say. What it. more do you need? So like he doesn't allow you to challenge his real. That's like why he's no, undefeated. Like this, this is why this is why you you've allowed Gabe. You gave him two options to answer. So like no. that's why he was able to. You figure want me to it put out. on like the Jeopardy music or something? I'm gonna I'm gonna go on like the the adventure of a lifetime, finding the most difficult riddles I can find. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's your homework. Um, but anyways, listeners, if you guys like this information, like this content, go ahead and uh, share this information with someone else um, that could benefit from learning a thing or two about just life and fitness. Um, Cause we know so much, obviously um, for our new YouTube channel, make sure to go ahead and subscribe. If you, if you just listen to the audio, go ahead and show some support. Uh, we know we have more listeners right now actively on our uh audio platforms go over there and just give it a little quick subscribe it's free you know give it a little thumbs up too it always helps out uh we appreciate the constant support and if you want to check us out on instagram at the next level show my personal page is at john alva seven gabe um well i actually changed that at john alva fitness hello gabe is at prime and glory i know people are starting like that's not what it says on the screen and mr mike is at mike nillis pt (laughs) 